0: Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all on a Friday. This is what Friday crowd looks like. It's great. Um, guys, today, <clears throat> I'm super excited about Dr. Petrie coming later tonight. Um, get your uh, your theological caps on, your love for St. Joseph, and uh, it's going to be an awesome presentation. Looking at the readings today, um, I'm going to kind of let y'all into Father Mitch's brain on a Friday at noon. So hold on. <laughs> Let's see what's going to happen here. <laughs> In reading the first reading, um, I'll tell you what, what was going through my head as I read these words. Um it says, I will hear their defection, says the Lord. I will love them freely, for my wrath is turned away from them. I will be like dew for Israel. He shall blossom like a lily. Right? I shall be like dew for Israel. What do you think of when you hear that? If you're anything like me, you think of the manna in the desert, (laughs) right? Those 40 years where Israel was going through the desert. Why does dew of the dew for Israel, I would be like dew for Israel. Why would that remind me of the manna? Well, because whenever the manna in the desert would fall down from the sky every single morning for 40 years, um, it was this, this bread, right? And it looked like dew. That's what they would say. It looked like dew, and they couldn't figure out what it was, so they named it manna. Well, what is it? It's manna. And this bread was supposed to have all the nutrients they needed to get through the entire day of grueling walking through the desert. God fed them with bread from heaven. This was also called by the Israelites, the bread of the angels. Their image was that the Jews said that the angels would be up in heaven making bread and they would just drop it down on the ground. And it would look like dew on the grass in the morning. They'd wake up, they would go, and they would get their, their, uh, their, their pound of manna or however much they needed to spend for the day. And it would last all day long, give them all their nutrients. And then at night they would get quail, right? Flesh would miraculously pop up, right? So really cool things. God fed them, right? This dew that he would feed Israel. Another thing that happened to them in the desert was as they were going, especially whenever you think of Pharaoh and the Egyptians, as they were chasing the Israelites, and right whenever they get to the Red Sea, God caused this big old column of fire to come down, right? Big old thing. Pillar of fire by night. Um, And then whenever God would descend upon the Ark of the Covenant, they would stop and they would begin to worship God. He would come down the column, right? He would overshadow the Ark of the Covenant. So those two things are super important for us today as we look at this, because not too long ago, back in 2012, the church changed the wording of the words of consecration. Remember? At the words of consecration, there's this moment, it sounds really funny, and I remember whenever it first happened, I was like, that's a weird language. I hold my hands over the bread and the wine, and I say, make holy therefore these gifts we pray by sending down your spirit upon them like the dew fall okay this is hearkening back to the book of Exodus where the dew the bread from heaven would come down and feed the Israelites the same thing is happening here dew is coming down upon the altar so to speak to begin to begin softening up the bread if you will right the 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 transubstantiation is beginning to happen in these moments. And then in your mind, what was happening in the Israelites, the column would come down. This is called the epiclesis. If we could see what happens right here at this moment, you would see a column of fire coming down and consuming the offering. That's what's happening right there. No big deal. (laughs) Right? But that's what you should be picturing in your mind. This is the moment where God is revealing His power and His glory, and He's about to take a piece of bread, and it's going to become the body, blood, soul, and divinity of His only begotten Son. Why? So that we can be fed with the super-substantial bread for our journey in our exodus. Because this isn't our final stop. We're just passing through. We're on a journey to the eternal promised land. The Israelites were on a journey to their... Their homeland, the promised land. But we're on a journey to the eternal life. And so we need this bread, this bread of the angels that comes down to feed us. So whenever I read this, that's what went through my little head. It's the dew, right? This is the dew that comes down to feed us. And listen what it says. I will hear, heal their defections, says the Lord. I will love them freely. For my wrath is turned away from them. I will be like dew for Israel. In this moment, in the Holy Mass, when the dew comes down from heaven, His wrath is turned against us, right? He loves us freely, gives His body and blood for us freely for our healing and for our redemption. And so that we have the strength to get through this journey, this exodus, as we're on our way to our heavenly homeland. The Israelites, if they skipped the day and they didn't eat the super substantial bread, they'd probably pass out by the next day. They needed the nutrients that it gave to them. We need the spiritual nutrients from this Eucharist to get through our journey to be fed spiritually with the body and blood of Jesus. It's why you're here. It's why you don't say, oh, once a week is good. If the Israelites said, I can only eat the manna once a week, they'd be dead. They needed it every day. Give us this day our daily bread, the super substantial bread, the bread of the angels. A beautiful gift that Jesus gives to us. So, little biblical theology for you, but I think it opens up for us the great love that Jesus has for us. He wants to draw us to the altar, to His body, to His blood, so we can have what it takes to get from here and the strength to get to eternal life. Amen?